From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 521. Today's show is brought to you by Trade and Pen Chalet. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hello, Mike Hurley. How are you today? I'm good, my friend. How are you? Good, good. I'm I'm excited about this show. A lot yeah. of uh, this is like a the. I mean, I guess it's probably like every three weeks. It's like this where it's like the OG <laughs> Pen Addict podcast where we talk about the things we've talked about forever. But we have some fun stuff to talk about today. Are you excited? You've got I'm excited. Some, some big questions and lots of capital letters in the show document today. So <laughs> I'm pretty excited for our first topic because you're unhinged in our document. Can I just? I actually, do you know what? Can I just read what you've written before okay, we yeah, talk just, about what it is? Yeah, just read okay. the whole thing, I guess. So these are Brad's bullet points. Well, 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 what do we have here? Apparently, this is real, releasing late summer. Name, wait for it, glossy red. Bwahahaha, thoughts. <laughs> that is, that's what I was blessed with that, today. That's our, that's our podcast in a nutshell. Uh-huh. Y'all think we like, there's a lot of like detailed like scripting that goes on here, mm-hmm. but really it's all bullet points and this is just me being like silly. As I, the more I looked at it, uh, the more silly it got. So what this is, is apparently a very interesting Lamy All-Star release. This is an All-Star. Uh, All-Star? Uh, whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not criticizing the name. <laughs> I, said, I, I couldn't tell yeah. from the imagery. Yeah, it's aluminium. Okay. So it's, so we're going to have this link in the show notes. You're going to have to go to the link in the show notes of this image that has been shared on Reddit. It's been shared in the Panatic Slack. And it's an upcoming release, a pen and notebook set with the Lamy All-Star and this notebook. And it's a red and yellow pen, which it's very, like, it's very loud. Like, looks aside, we'll, 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 we'll let that slide for a second. The compelling thing, Mike, do you know what it is? What's the most compelling piece of this puzzle here? I feel like this is a trick. I'm missing a trick. Nope. What is it? It's the yellow translucent. Right, I see. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the pen body is like a very glossy red, which honestly surprises me that it's an AL star because the imagery in this kind of marketing image, Mm -hmm. I guess, it looks plastic to me. But yeah, the the grip section is fluorescent. Uh, demonstrate a like, yeah, plastic. like chartreuse yellow, yeah, like, like a chartreuse yellow, mm-hmm. like very, very bright. Like, like this is a this is a low res image, and it's just searing, right? Uh-huh. It's just completely searing. So this grip normally on this pen is a translucent plastic grayish black, like it's darker, right? Like it's it's see through, but it's like a translucent mm-hmm. gray, and that's just been pretty consistent, I think, over the All Star lineup. Um. So this leads into with the modifications of the Lamy Vista that we talked about for Goulet pins recently, where they just, you know, it was basically add-on parts, let's be honest. You know, the black clip, black vinyl, just, you know, they added in some black parts to it. And then this color, non-standard all-star color grip, you know, I it just they keep getting my hopes up. Like I'm not allowing myself to get my hopes up that I'm gonna get like a Lamy Vista, like all one color translucent. You know, like take this yellow for example, make a highlighter highlighter pen. But I I really wouldn't want this yellow. I'd want you know blue, purple, orange those those colors. Um, 
it's interesting though at least like they're thinking about it they obviously have the capabilities to do it you know they're making these translucent parts in different colors than their standard gray color or clear color which they use in the vista barrel is clear um you know make make me a smoke gray vista like mm. you know keep keep going lami is all i is all i'm saying here it's like keep going um the name really apparently is glossy red <laughs> which like confused me that's why i put it in there is like that's what we're gonna do it's not like, much of a name this whole like the imagery of this is electric right like it is bright and bold and brash and we're just gonna go with the glossy red yeah, like, here at first and i was kind like, of a letdown is this something for China, but I was like, no, oh, totally. that doesn't make s-. But that's what I originally thought was like the oh, yellow same. on the notebook, mm-hmm. maybe, but it's it's too bright, right? I, I feel like yeah. it's too bright to, to resonate. Maybe just the red will do the job, but I feel like if it was just uh, like actual yellow, mm-hmm. not this kind of yellowy green, right? Mm-hmm. That, like, that mm-hmm. like um, fluorescent yellow kind of look uh then yep. i would say that this would feel like it was it was kind of targeting china but i'm not sure yeah what do you reckon, reckon the ink is what do you reckon the ink's gonna be if they do one black or blue they're not gonna make a special ink for this you they don't would, think so they do the inks this is not the release that gets the matching ink right oh, that happens okay. that's the release earlier in the year like in the okay. springtime well i mean they made um, a no- really ugly notebook so. <laughs> it's pretty bad <laughs> Like, let's let's get this out of the way. I don't love this at all. Like style wise, no, this, no, no, this is rough. <laughs> this is this is again. I like, like the idea of it. Just another uh, minus for the AL Star crowd. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this is what you get. Like, well, remove the pin from this imagery. Just put the pin on the desk. We're in good shape, right? Like this is a very very aggressive. Yeah, I don't marketing. like it, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. No, even the pen. I don't like it. It's too chaotic. Like. Yeah, I don't understand why you put these two things together. It just makes no sense to me. Why is it glossy red and fluorescent mm-hmm. yellow? Like, why are you doing that? I don't get yeah. it. I will. I will buy this pen. Like, well, you, I, I you don't. I, you're a maniac. Well, no, I don't buy the all stars usually. If I, I do, I buy them to give away. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think I kind of want to try this one, um, even though I don't enjoy it as much as the Safari. The, the Lamy's, you know, along with this release, they're releasing. Um, the Smurf Safari, re-releasing the Smurf Safari. It's a bright blue barrel with a red clip. I'm sure you've seen oh. pictures of that in the past. So they're doing a re-release at the same time. I didn't, I didn't grab the image of that one because I don't think it's as compelling to me. But it's a, I guess it's along the lines of the what the terracotta and Savannah green reissues that safari did before mm-hmm. they're reissuing the what i call and most people call the smurf one it's 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 that's really really what it looks like um and apparently these are coming you know late summer early fall type of time frame so well ooh, moving and shaking lami like this is more lami news than we normally get right like that that lami outside safari, of asia outside of asia the blue with the red clip i will mm-hmm. buy that yeah, I, I've had one that of those. at every time I s- used to see it at pen shows. Mm-hmm. I was always jealous. Like that is a good looking, it is uh, Lamy Safari. Yeah, it's a classic. Like it's one of the like the OG classics. Like up there and like in the top three, top five of you know limited edition runs that they've done. And it's I found an eBay I, listing for one for six hundred dollars. 
Uh, sorry to this person who's not now going to make <laughs> uh, I'm going to put it in the show notes just in case people want to see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a little issue with that. Like, I'm I'm not going to totally bang, bang the drum. It's like, if they're putting the effort to reissue, just make make me something new. Like, I, like I'd rather just keep well, making a bunch of new colors. Brad, they have look infinite look colors. Look friggin' thing they made. Yeah, okay. This is <laughs> They've done it and look at it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I got one reissue and one like yeah. acid trip. This is an acid trip, yeah, is what they, this is. They 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 basically split the team in half. One like <laughs> half went and like went on a vision quest and the other just <laughs> delved through the archives. Oh man. Um I I'm happy. I am happy this exists, you know. Uh-huh. It's it's uh it's right up my alley. Like it could not be more of a me pen and believe me, I was getting tagged as soon as like these these sh- these sh- images showed up as like, "Oh, Brad. Oh, Brad. Oh, Brad." I'm like, "Yeah, give it to me." Like this is great. I love this. So, I I am actually looking forward to purchasing this pen and getting a getting an idea of what they're what they're up to here. All right, this episode is brought to you in part by our friends over at Trade. When you become a Trade Coffee customer, you can enjoy knowing that you're going to have the freshest, best-tasting coffee you've ever made at home, and it's going to be from some of the U.S.'s best independent craft roasters, which also helps out those small businesses a lot, too. Trade's coffee team actually taste test thousands of coffees, and they do this so they can make sure that they have 450 different kinds of coffee live and ready to ship every single day. Everybody has that coffee, that one coffee that they're going to just love and trade is going to help you find it you take one of their quizzes it's so easy to do you go in you fill in some simple questions not complicated stuff like you don't need to have like like oh i want to find some like uh cherry notes you don't need that it's like do you like sweet do you like it more fruity they ask you some basic questions and they're going to help they're going to use this to find that exact coffee that's right for you, which is so awesome. And Trade is so confident that they're going to match you right first time that if for any reason you don't like the coffee that you're sent, you just give them your feedback and one of their coffee experts will work with you personally to send out a brand new bag for free so you're going to be looked after. Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. It takes just answering a couple of questions to get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like. I also, I've been through this, I've done the whole thing with Trade and got some great stuff sent to me. I also like that you can just go and buy stuff so like once you've found some things that you might like you can also just buy some extra bags i've got some on the way to me now which i'm very excited about from some stuff that i really liked from trade so like it, it's really easy to also get the subscription and then also buy extras you can buy them for gifts for people that kind of stuff is really great right now trade is offering new subscribers a total of 30 dollars off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash pen addict that is more than 40 cups of coffee for free get started by taking their quiz today at drinktrade.com slash pen addict and let trade find you a coffee you're going to love one last time that is drinktrade.com slash pen addict and you'll get 30 dollars off our thanks to trade for their support of this show and relay fm I'm half tempted to buy like the five pound bags sometimes. Sorry, I'm continuing the trade ad here. Okay. <laughs> they they do the bulk stuff too. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, fine. You find a good one. It's like, give me the bulk. Give me the give bulk. Give me all of it. I know I'm going to like it. Just give me it. 
All right, give me all of it, Mike. Field uh-huh. notes. Field Great notes Lakes. Great Lakes edition dropped yesterday. This is a Tuesday release. I appreciate them uh, updating their schedule to uh, get it before the show. It's usually Wednesday or Thursday after the show, and then we yeah. wait a week. But uh, we got this a little bit um, p- prior to the show, so I'm pretty happy about that. So, Mike, I'd like to let you go first mm-hmm. on these America-centric mm-hmm. <laughs> field notes editions that you love so much. Go. So wait, am I giving you my opinion or am I guessing yeah. yours? Oh uh, yeah, what do you want to do? Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I just guessed yours. I'm like, yeah, you're like, it's fine. It's mm-hmm. you know, go go USA, and you know, I appreciate that, and like, it looks good. It it feels good. I'm sure it's completely fine. I don't, you know, you know, where's you know my Loch Ness monster one? Mm-hmm. You hit it exactly for me, and I okay. know that you're going to be super into it. You know, USA all day. That's Brad Dowdy. <laughs> And you, you love me. the blue. You love the blue, right? And that there's five of them. Uh, I actually do really like personally that there is a sixth if you're a subscriber. Yes. I think that's a smart way of doing it, where it's all of them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you're pretty much right. Like, excluding the Great Lakes piece out of it for a second, I always try to look at like the technical aspects of it, right? Yeah. And the cover and the paper what and the add-ons and the extras. With the cover printing, I don't mm-hmm. know how they're doing it, and it's incredible. So it's, the cover... It's a huge highlight. Is, they've, what do they call it? It is Cobalt Tech Weave Cover Stock. Mm-hmm. And it basically, uh, it makes these little triangles on the cover. Yeah, isometric. And it looks like they have found a way, I mean... I have no idea if this is actually the case when you get it, but it yeah, looks yeah. like it. That it inspired their design and they have filled in the triangles on the cover. I don't know if it's actually going to be yeah, like that when you get one. But yeah, it's not like it a match. Like it's an oh, it's an overlay yeah. and they complement each other. Yeah, right? I think it's but really cool. It's not cool. an exact match. But... And I bet these will feel great in the hand mm-hmm. with the texture on the cover. Um, and I like they got like the little pull out map tells you a little bit about each lake. Yeah, but it's just one of those things where it's like this means nothing to me, to me right. um, at all. Like I get no, like you know, it's not like national crop, right? I could feel mm-hmm. something there because like sure. I can, you know, I I like crops as much as the next guy. You know what <laughs> I mean? But this is yeah. like it's I do I don't even I didn't even know there were five Great Lakes. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. It just it just doesn't it doesn't mean to me. Yeah, we have to do the whole thing like in elementary school where we have to like color the Great Lakes and know all the names and and all that stuff. So this is an addition that I imagine has been in their pocket for 10 years, right? Like it's this is literally in their town. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're off of Lake Michigan. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was obvious, like any time people would guess, I guess the next edition, Great Lakes, right? It's It was going to happen. There's more pressure on doing the easy thing sometimes <laughs> and yeah. because you know you can't screw it up. Yeah. And uh, they didn't. Like uh, the color's beautiful. The print is beautiful. Um, I like, like you pointed out, it's a five pack, yeah. but the subscribers, they always, subscribers in general, it's a two, three pack thing. I don't even know if they've changed the terminology on that because they kind of mix and match. So they have created like a, the six notebook is the subscriber only notebook. I like, I don't know. It's just like an all around like top tier mm-hmm. field notes edition. Like again, field notes doing what they do best and doing it really exceptionally well. So um, it's interesting. Every time I see them, Mike, every time I see like the field notes release, like I'm not using any right now. I always get 
a bug to like, okay, I should just throw one in my pocket as I'm walking around the house, right? I work from home. So like, I'm not out and about. I don't need like a pocket notebook (laughs) to go from the Mm -hmm. living room to the desk, you know? But I kind of miss like like thinking about having those notes like available i know i wouldn't use it i would use like two pages and i'm like yeah i'm just gonna leave this on my desk and go to my desk when i use it do you ever have those types of thoughts uh for like let me ask you this Uh like if you're traveling from home to work do you ever have the urge to take out a notebook or you're just you know maybe typing things on your phone or taking a break, you know, listening to music, podcasts, whatever. It goes on my phone. Yeah. Notes, like handwritten notes, they are a a stationary on the desk, like not moving Mm -hmm. on the desk, not stationary, stationary. Right. It's a stationary, stationary activity for me. Right, right, Um, right. That's when I'm going to do that kind of stuff. If I'm out and about, like it's idea capture in my notes Mm -hmm. app or my to-do app or whatever, you know. Yeah, I think we, we've talked about this like for the entire existence of, of the podcast, like capturing mm-hmm. things and like this always like I, I always get kind of the kind of the bug to just, you know, shove one in my pocket and then I'll go the entire day. And I was like, yeah, that was in my pocket the entire day and I didn't use it. So I don't know. I, I think about it a lot and never action on it. So who knows? I thought about something else recently that I did action on Mike. Um, I went through my personal Black Wings volume subscription, you know, mm-hmm. related to the field notes. Like, I don't have a field note subscription or a Black Wings subscription, but I've had both of them since the beginning. And I had all these Black Wing pencils just sitting there, Mike. So, you know what I did? I went through, I reviewed you know, mentally reviewed which sets were my favorite out of all of these black wing pencils. And I kept three volumes and you know what? I decided to sell the rest. So it was a big audit of mm-hmm. my pencil collection. And you know what? If I wasn't going to use them, they just need to be sold and mm-hmm. go to someone else who might use them. So yeah. So, what do you what do you think about this whole uh, madness that I'm actually using eBay for? Which is that's a whole another topic we can we can approach as we go through. this. I mean, I, I, eBay is fine if you know how to use it, and uh, I think this is good. I've done this a bunch of times with field notes. Um, mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. we've put field notes notebooks on eBay a bunch of times to clear out some of my collection. I think mm-hmm. I might do it again because uh, I've, yeah. I've been holding on to some. Um, but I don't need to. I, actually, I think mm, I think the ones I have now, like in my kind of dr- in the drawer where I keep this stuff, they've all been opened, so we probably wouldn't do that because right. that's just like a whole other kettle of fish. Uh, but I think this is a great thing to do. I mean, looking at the page, I am really mm-hmm. surprised about some of the prices that that you've gotten to. Like, there's one uh, volume two eleven. It's up to one hundred fifty seven dollars in bids. That's that's really expensive. <laughs> yeah, and it's only pencils. Yeah, and it's only eight pencils, right? Like it's not even like the whole dozen. So it's yeah. eight pencils. Um, yeah, that was one of the rare editions. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a bunch. Like from the beginning, it's just like yeah. you know, in the beginning of field notes, there's just less availability of these products, right? Because you know, people weren't you know really ahead of the game necessarily. Mm-hmm. Not that I was trying to be ahead of the game or at all. Not that I buy these to sell them, which we'll talk about that in a minute. 
Um, it's just like, yeah, I, I like black wings. I'm going to do the subscription. And it turns out like, okay, well, there's four pencils missing out of here. So I've used something from it. Right. Yeah, I but, think that's um, actually really nice that you can, that you can do this. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it was just, I was, every time I'd go into the closet of doom, which is what I refer to as like my big stationary stash closet. Like I just see all these boxes sitting here and I was like, you know what? Like they're going to come out with a new one that I enjoy using. Or I can pick one of my old favorites that I love. So I kept three volume editions. I kept the two baseball editions, which was 56 and 42. And I kept the uh, uh, Exquisite Corpse edition, mm. which is 54, the pink one, um, which I think is good. And they uh, they just are all really, really cool. So like I have dozens of Black Wings still. <laughs> so there was I didn't need to keep all these. And I chose to do it on eBay. To be quite honest, I didn't know how to price them, right? So, like, this is just a good place. I just threw them all up there, 99-cent bid, go, and whatever they sell for, they sell for. I really don't care, right? So, it was just uh, an interesting thing to get back on eBay. I haven't sold anything on eBay, and I don't know how long. It's been quite a long time. Um, you were making fun of my account name? Yeah. Photo uh, Jenny. Not just you, but a, a lot of people. Um. This account is from 1998. <laughs> um, it's a very, very old eBay account, older than maybe some of the listeners <laughs> of yeah. this podcast. And I just wasn't compelled to change the name at all. It's an old Bell and Sebastian song. I used to use, this is, uh, listen up kids. This is back before <laughs> streaming services and you had to buy music. So I would buy import music off of uh -huh. eBay was yeah. how I would get a lot of my music because I'm a huge big music fan as a lot of y'all know so that's how like, you could get the cool stuff. cds yeah uh cassettes casingles mike cause yep. limited casingles yep um and uh, uh cds surely like you CDs. weren't buying cassettes in 2009 or whatever i would buy I, I had a bunch of uh singles that i did buy but no mostly i would buy cd singles as well yeah. but yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's the name of the account and i just really don't use eBay eBay enough to like care about changing sure, it, sure, right? Sure, sure. It's a 24 year old account that has 149 like ratings on it, so <laughs> you can tell like it, it's I'm not hanging out on eBay very much. I have bought pins from I eBay kinda, before. I just can't believe that you've had an eBay account for 24 years. That just doesn't seem <laughs> it just doesn't seem possible, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, my math's right. Yeah, 98. Yeah, that's right. Right. So. My eBay anniversary is coming up next month. <laughs> it'll be 25 years. No, it'll be 24 years next month. Unbelievable. So, crazy. So, yeah. Um, pencils, they're there. If you are like a super Blackwing collector or missed out like a favorite edition, I've got 21 listings. I think there's some duplicates on there. So, there's three, six, so five, four. So, I think 17 unique volumes are listed on here. So, um, yeah, check it out. It's just a fun thing. It, it'll uh, close next week before the show, which I didn't even think about that. Didn't plan on that, but we'll we'll audit some of the pricing afterwards. But yeah, there's yeah. some uh, there's some some over one hundred dollar bids on three different ones right now. So so you can look we'll forward see. to next week's episode where we marvel in Brad's riches. Nah, like I don't like I said, I don't even care. Like I, <laughs> whatever they go for, they go for, and just you know whatever. And then I'm gonna do some more stuff. Um, you know, I've got a bunch of Retro 51 stuff that I'm going to put up there eventually. Um, I'm actually going to oh, do some of that. I um, might do that. 
I'm charity like related. That. Like I, yeah. I get all their Christmas editions. They send me all the Christmas ones. Well, I, I don't, don't want to sell the those. Tubes, though. Do you still have all the tubes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, I don't keep that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm thinking about doing like uh charity ones. Like this is before St. Jude's. We'll, we're going to yeah. do a bunch of stuff for St. Jude's. I got cooking already. You but, know, we're going to go all out um, again in September. But like, yeah, I'll have some, I have like all the Christmas editions, like, and it's super nice that they send me that, but like, they're just sitting there. So like, I don't sell things that I didn't pay for myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I could put them on eBay and donate like a hundred percent of that to charity kind of thing. So oh, we'll, God, we'll do that kind of stuff later. coming so fast, man. I know. Oh, it's, it's here. We're on, like, we're on weekly meetings now. Yep. It is here. It it's, is here. So it's coming. Um, speaking of raffles for great causes, I did want to give a shout out to a Twitch follower. If you don't mind here, Mike, uh, goes by the name of Glyph on Twitch. They reached out to me kind of, I don't want to say like a new Panatic user, but kind of new ish to the community. And they have, you know, someone in their life who's affected by Alzheimer's and they were, you know, have a huge fountain pen collection and they're in a you know situation right now where they can't really be using their their pens as much and they have so many pens glyph was like reaching out it's like what do i do like they they gave them all to me to do something with and it's like i don't know what to do so glyph did this great thing where there's a charity raffle up the link we'll have a link to the reddit post mm-hmm. um for this charity raffle so it's similar if you've participated in like the saint jude stuff that we've done in the past uh, through the pen addict, you know, you can can donate to help support Alzheimer's research and send in your receipt and be entered to win like all kinds of crazy pens, like lots of Mont Blancs, lots of really cool stuff uh, in there. Glyph also sent me five of the pens that I've been slowly giving away this week on stream. So uh, y'all still have a couple of opportunities to catch me on stream, twitch.tv slash penaddict, where I'm giving away these pens and I'm doing them blindly, Mike. So these pens were wrapped like in a bubble wrap. And mm-hmm. I'm just doing a giveaway, letting the winner pick one of the bubble wraps, and then we unwrap it <laughs> on the stream. That's so great. it's been it's been really really fun. So I just wanted to um, give a shout out to this uh, charity raffle, and the link is in the show notes. And I appreciate uh, uh, Glyph like sharing this with everyone, and uh, I hope they raise uh, a bunch of money for Alzheimer's research. That's so good. Yep. that's really really good. I love supporting that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I, you know. Like that, it's it's in our DNA, yeah. Um, with relay, and it's just us as us as people, you know, like to yeah. support these things and share these things. So yeah, and it's something cool that uh, y'all can uh, look into for yourselves. That's so good. That's so really sad. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. For good, sure, for a sure. A really good thing that that um that people are doing. Yep. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. So Glyph is taking this. He, he said that. So the 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 person whose collection is is goes by the name of L, and um, Glyph is letting them know like how it's going, and mm. they're getting a lot of enjoyment out of it. So should be happy good. in that aspect. So good. Yeah, that's good. Yep. All right. Let's take our second break and thank our friends over at Pen Chalet for their support of this week's episode. Pen Chalet, they sell authentic, amazing rollables, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more. And they have all of your favorite brands like Monteverde, Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, Namiki, Sailor, Cafeco, and many, 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 many more. And of course, they're an authorized mm-hmm. dealer of all of them. Pen Chalet have low prices on high quality pens and they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee with very fast and reliable customer service. 
if you have any issues, they will sort it for you. Pendulay are always running great discounts. Every couple of weeks, you're going to find new uh, discounts and also new products going on sale over at Penchelay. They're always adding new stuff. I can't even keep up. As well as all the other stuff that I mentioned, Penchelay sell limited edition pens. They do accessories. You know, maybe looking for some ink. Maybe you want a converter. Maybe you want a pen holder. They got it all. They sell internationally with great shipping rates and they do free shipping on orders of over $50 in the US. So head to penchelay.com and click the podcast link at the top of the website. When you enter the password pen addict, you will get the 10% code, 10% off code that you need. So you can save anything. You can save 10% on anything at any time at Penchalet with that code that you'll find there. And also access to a set of offers that are just for listeners of the Pen Attic Podcast. Like, what have they got, Brad? Like the Lamy All-Star custom logo fountain pen. It looks like Pen Chalet has some logo cap Lamy All-Stars. So if you need to to rep the shallot uh, on your on your writing adventures, they have this cool black uh, All-Star with the Pen Chalet logo on it. I have never seen this before. I don't know Wait. if this is something new that they're doing. This is what? wild. <laughs> I know. When did I, this it, happen? That's what I'm saying. It, what like, is going my on? <laughs> so it must just be something they had done or do themselves. I, I don't know. This is brand new to me, so I have not asked Ron or, or anything. But it's on our page now, and uh, it's like a, an all-black all-star, and it honestly it looks pretty good. <laughs> so... Uh-huh. Um, on top of that, they have several of the Esterbrook Nook pin cases, not to be confused with Nock pin cases. These are really good cases. I've had them in my hands. I've had them for giveaways. They're like a firm-sided boxy storage, but they're really enjoyable to use, really well-made. Um, I'd recommend any of these cases, to be quite honest. They're all very good. And then you go down. You have, you have some Visconti's, Mike. The Demo Stones uh, on sale. The big, uh, one of the larger Homo sapien sizes in the Demo Stones that they did last year or so, I think. And then a couple of uh, Pelican M two hundred series that you definitely want to check out. With those prices that Ron gives us from Pinchelle. Yeah, such, such, such good prices. So as Brad mentioned, go to penchalet.com, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com, click the podcast link at the top of the website and enter the password PANADDICT and you will be able to feast your eyes on these special offers exclusively for listeners of this show. Our thanks to Penchalet for their continued support of the PANADDICT and Relay FM. Did you have any idea when I put this in the notes that Spoke Design was 10 years old? That doesn't seem... As of yesterday? That doesn't seem possible to me. So Brian texts me. So Brian, my partner in Spoke, uh, Spoke Design, Brian, the founder, the owner, the the brains behind Spoke. He is Mr. Spoke. I'm just a hanger on. Um, he texts me yesterday, or maybe even Monday. You know, he goes, you know, Spoke's uh, Spoke turns tens tomorrow. I'm like, what? <laughs> How is that possible? He says, like, yeah, the anniversary of the first pencil launch on Kickstarter was 10 years ago and I was like how can that even be like I remember this pencil when it came up on Kickstarter at the time like I remember it not being for me right I was like oh that's cool like I see what they're doing here and like cool and like I remember passing on it right it's it's funny I have these stories like the same thing we're going to talk about show and design next I did the same thing on that it's like I look at it it's cool and it's like okay yeah I'll wait and see and then now like I'm part of spoke <laughs> like yeah. years later I don't, i'm trying to think of like we me, me and brian started i'll have to go look at the spoke pin campaign i guess that's maybe been like four years now if i really think about it uh, i could be wrong in that maybe it's only three but anyway 
Um, it was cool. Brian dug out. Uh, he's been in the process of a move and his, his had found some of the original Model 1 pencils from the original Kickstarter and, and just threw a handful of them up uh, for sale. Obviously, they were snapped up like really, really quickly. Um, so hopefully maybe, uh, y'all got that, but I, I just wanted to give a shout out to Brian for 10 years of spoke. Yeah, it's, that's amazing. it's hard to believe. I uh, really can't believe it like that. I mean, I guess we found out about him multiple revisions into the pencil, right? Like this one, I remember talking was, about, about his yeah. products and it wasn't the first one. I mean, you right. probably knew, but I think the first time spoke came up on this show, it was maybe like the model three or something like that. Yeah. The model four was the one that changed things for me in the way right. it said, okay, I need to talk to this guy because this is speaking my language here. Yeah. And that's, that's the pencil I talked about last week in the mechanical pencil roundup. Right. Like, the mod, the spoke model four is the one that changed things for me, and I think honestly changed things for for Brian. I think it's still probably the bestseller, maybe the most popular, um, most popular pen. So yeah, it's um it's uh, been a good run, and uh, hopefully we're gonna keep uh, doing some more fun stuff there at Spoke Design. So uh, just keep your eyes peeled. That's really well. Yep. Um, I did a review. This uh-huh. week, uh, another anniversary edition. This is the Machine Pen Version 2 from Shown Design, the anniversary edition, roller and fountain pen. So Shown uh, Design, again, Mike, 10 years old, 10-year anniversary for Shown Design. I guess this was, this was, was this the Kickstarter heyday It back must then? have been. It must have yeah. been, if everyone's hitting this at the same time. Yeah, because Knock came shortly after that, I think. So, gosh, I'll have to go back and look at the dates now. I'm so confused. Bad podcaster. I didn't prepare all this. But if you saw my Lamy All-Star notes about the glossy red, you'll know why. (laughs) But, yeah, this is a 10-year anniversary celebration that Ian, he made this pen to be like a, for lack of a better term, a, a triple threat, right? He made a barrel for the anniversary and it's got these this little unique markings on there for the anniversary edition and then had a fitting for a ballpoint tip a rollerball tip and a fountain pen so you'd buy one pin barrel and three different tips so um it was a really neat pen and since i had reviewed shown ballpoint pens and shown fountain pens i wanted to give the rollerball tip a thorough looking at um which i did uh on the blog this week and I came away kind of impressed with what is a Schmidt rollerball part, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a part that, so you, you all hear us talk about Schmidt a lot. They make a lot of parts for a lot of pens from refills to pencil mechanisms to uh, knock mechanisms to this tip that a lot of makers will use to build things around. And it's not limited to, say, a smaller maker like um, um, Ian, but to, you know, other more, what you'd consider more of company makers like um, uh, Monteverde makes a pin around this tip, the Montegrappa, excuse me, Monteverde Engage and the One Touch, like the ruler Mm -hmm. pin, to use a fountain pen ink cartridge, an international fountain pen ink cartridge um, with with this tip. And historically, when I've tried these in the past, and I don't know if they've been Schmidt mechanisms or not, I don't know if the Caveco one was or the J. Herbon was, they probably could have been and maybe they were an earlier version of this because again that would be like 10 years ago 12 years ago when i started reviewing these 
I hated them. Like it was a bad experience, right? The rollerball tip combined with fountain pen ink generally wrote poorly. Like it was scratchy. It didn't feel good. You know, I think one of the issues is the ink formulation, right? You mm-hmm. get uh, a much thinner, watery fountain pen ink as compared to like a more lubricated, rich rollerball ink, you know, like a Schmidt P1, P8127 uh, rollerball. It's just rich and smooth and nice. And fountain pen inks aren't designed to have that like flow or viscosity. So asking that type of ink to move through a metal ball tip mechanism like then these rollerball tips like that's it, it's hard right like it doesn't right. feel as nice and i'm not going to say this feels equivalent to like a schmidt p8127 but it's better than the things i have tested i would use this on purpose <laughs> right that sounds weird to say but that's a very high praise like i would use this on purpose (laughs) is like one of the nicest things i can say because it works like it feels good it works well it has an option for me to throw any ink color i want in there right i could just buy cartridges and pop them in there or i could empty out a cartridge and syringe fill any other fountain pen ink and have a pocketable rollerball pen not a fountain pen nib and all the things that you know rollerball pens might work better for um, in certain situations than fountain pens and i just find it super nice that it works well like i was i'm talking about this like i'm a little bit surprised because i kind of am like Mm. it's it's not the greatest thing under the sun right it's not transformative and oh it's gonna write like a pentel intergel or retro 51 but it's better than I expected, and I think that's pretty high praise. Yeah, I never really know what to think about these these pens. I've because always avoided I, them. I'm kind of like not really so much in the performance, but I'm like, why would I? Why mm. would I want it? And it's like, you know, I like what you said in the article. It's like, well, it gives you the option to. Like now you can have any color, you know, like right, because even if you can't get. Uh, a cartridge in the ink that you want. You could syringe for a cartridge, or mm-hmm. would any converters fit in this? I'm sure the Kaveco mini converters that I hate so yeah, much, which would. kind of sucks, but you know, you could yeah. at least get it. You like whatever ink you want, yes. you can put in there, right? right Although right. I expect shimmer inks would destroy this thing, but I, you know, love I would not. I think I made a point in there that I would not use a shimmer ink, but nevertheless, you you have all this optionality, right? But then, right for me, it's like. Yeah, but I don't still why <laughs> I don't want to use a rollerball. Yeah. Like with this in mind, you know, like if I want to use a rollerball, for me, I'll just use a rollerball. Like it doesn't need right. to be Geobomb, whatever, whatever in the mi- in in the mix, right? Like I'm not using it for that, like because I'm never going to get what I want. I feel like in like performance and the amount of ink laid down to really appreciate mm-hmm. it from a rollerball than I would from one of my fountain pens. Yeah. Uh, so I'm always just a bit like, I don't know where this would fit in my life to have a rollerball that I can put an ink cartridge in. Like, Right. You're, like, you're already covered, right? Yeah. Like you have a bunch of your fountain pens inked up. They have all of your favorite inks in them. It's also just like, you know, I would just get some rollerballs in different colors like just get some jet streams or high tech seas or whatever you know what i mean I like, if i really wanted that i just get that thing i don't know 
I don't know. It's kind of nice to think about, hey, I could put Pilot Arusha Zuku Shinkai in this little brass pocket pen and not have to worry about the nib. Or I could just put it in, you know, a Kaveco Sport and then, you know, fill up an ink cartridge that way and put it in a fountain pen nib. I don't know. Yeah. Or like, like I, for me, like I would just, if I really wanted it, I would just get the fountain pen version of the Shown Design Anniversary. <laughs> right. 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 Use that. This will, I would wager that Ian would agree with this statement. It will it is the least used of the tips, right? Between fountain mm-hmm. ballpoint and this, I would say that's probably fair. And the the lowest seller, you can also buy just like an individual. You don't have to buy like the whole setup, you know, with the, all the three different tips you can just buy a rollerball or a ballpoint or a fountain pen. I, I this is clearly the the third seller in, in my book. Um, and honestly, I don't see a lot of people using them, but I no. do see makers offering a double section option now to where they buy someone. If someone buys a fountain pen barrel, they can also buy a fitting for this rollerball tip. I mean, so I, it's a I, very I low su- percentage sale. The, like if, if you don't have to change your product and mm-hmm. you can offer this as an option and it's, you know, pretty easy for you to swap that out, uh, then do it, like because if you yeah. end up getting ten more customers for it, well, there's ten more customers for you, right? right? But I think you mentioned in the article, like you're not gonna see this become the thing, like the Schmidt P eight one twenty six one twenty seven has become. Right. I don't need more than one of these. Like I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Like I'm covered. I can play. This is my little playground area where i can have this tip that works well and i can do some have some fun inks in a non fountain pen i don't need five of them you know um i i enjoy five different fountain pens for five different reasons you know the the different style of the barrel the different grind on the nib you know this this um rollerball tip like it's it's like i'm good with one and uh i'm just glad that it actually works and now i can actually recommend say People can ask me, hey, because you know, I get this question pretty frequently, um, and I can actually recommend if it's using the Schmidt mechanism, like you should probably be happy with it. Even mm-hmm. though I haven't tested out like a huge range of inks, but I I think um, my experience would, would translate to a lot of inks outside of like your aggressive inks like Big Shimmer, Big Sheen, that kind of stuff, your your standard, standard inks. Well, it's, it's funny, like Big Shimmer, it makes it sound like... Um... You know, like you're in the pocket of big whatever. Yeah, the big corporation. Yeah, you're in the pocket of big shimmer. <laughs> you know us. You know us. We're in the pockets. All right, should we do a couple of us TPA before we finish out today? Let's do it. All right, this came in from Neil. Neil says, I feel like I've been in the fountain pen world for a while, but this is my one desire that continues to remain unfulfilled. I'm a teacher, and I use a bullet journal technique for my yearly planner. I've been using Rhodia Dot Grid A5 notebooks for years and enjoy making my own layout for my knees through the year, but the paper is ivory, not white. What notebook would match my needs and be accessible for purchase by me living in Seattle, not looking to spend $30 on shipping from Japan? I need similar page count to Rhodia, A5 size, dot grid or blank paper, but white fountain pen friendly paper. I have a question that I, I should have posed to other people before thinking of it as you're reading this. Why is cream and ivory paper so predominant? I don't know, man. 
versus versus like us just like a base white like it's there's there's plenty of white paper out there but when you get into these notebooks so what we want here is essentially a bound hardcover notebook you know your standard 200 page um notebook and it's kind of hard to get just that stark white page so i like i i posted this question in twitch one day so we could kind of talk about it and figure out um what the options are because nothing rarely comes easy right like it doesn't come easy to answer this question so we came up with the uh the steology hey steology. I, I think it's what? pretty easy yeah you why do you think that mike because i made this friggin' product except for one important factor what's the important factor it's not a5 oh it's basically a5 uh, get out you're of one town. of those you're one of those people a5 ish it's A5-ish. A5-ish. It, look, it, 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 look, it doesn't appear that Neil requ- like requires <laughs> it for specific sizing. It's just like he wants roughly an A5 thing. The Santal mm-hmm. Notebook is a dot grid notebook with page numbers and white paper. <laughs> so you can, it, you can go it's smart that. sized. It's I smart improved sized. upon A5. <laughs> I improved upon it. I made a better size, I think. You, mm, so, there you go. What have you become? I've become a paper magnate. Mm. Well, you, you wait. Know, you just if wait there's anyone here, see what I'm working on right now. I got some. I got something. That I. That's different. Like I can't say what it is. That's yeah. different. That is yeah. not this. This is different. This is this you're is, trying to ride on the coattails of international paper sizing uh-huh. that has that are these standards that are built in. You think you're better than them. I've I've gone ahead and created my own size now. <laughs> I've I've gone <laughs> seriously. We're working on something. It doesn't it, it doesn't conform to sizes. I've made my own mm-hmm. size. It's mm-hmm. it's Mike One. I'm gonna call it. So everyone knows my stance on this mm-hmm. so mike is just getting me agitated on purpose mm-hmm. i'm a i'm a big fan of the standards who needs standards standards schmandards you know what i'm saying yeah so okay standards schmandards <laughs> <laughs> so there you go neil mike mike is selling you his own non-a5 notebook it's uh, to, a5 to needs. come mm. on not even hardcover did, did neil request hardcover <laughs> No, that's just what the roadie is. Yeah. Uh, the steology, steology is not either. Um, then you have the the nebula by Colorverse. The nebula is another option, uh, which I forget about. That's a really good notebook. It gets great reviews, great paper. Um, the endless recorder is an option if you like Tomoe River. Same with the Galen Leather Tomoe River cover. So you have a few options. And then, Mike, the last but not least, we might have mentioned this once on the podcast before, but we should mention it more often. The greatest named product uh that we'll speak of today the clairefontaine age bag what the clairefontaine age bag this seems like news to me i i don't know what this is maybe we've just talked about it on stream because i have no idea why it's named this is it actually called age bag or is it's uh, no 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 i can i read it right like i can see it but like is this something said with an accent? Is like one half of these words not in, not actually English? Is it like I mean, French it's or something? French company, but it's not. It's not Ajay Bag. What if it's Ajay <laughs> Baj? Ajay Baj. Yeah, it's Ajay Baj. <laughs> it is in the Age Bag collection, and like I maybe I'm Americanizing the age the, bag. the words. Like I don't know how else you pronounce Age Bag. A G E space B A G. 
What does it mean? <laughs> there's no accents. There's no anything. But, it, hey, it meets the requirements of Neil. This was a recommendation um, from, uh, from uh, Twitch viewers. And you know what? They were right. And it's called the Age Bag. Why is it called Age Bag? <laughs> I can't figure that out. Like, I'm now, looking. Now, what's worse, I, right? A5-ish or calling your product Age Bag? Yeah, I'm gonna let you win this one. <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> see. Smart, like, I can make it A5, size. but then I gotta call it Age Bag. So, Ugh. like, you know what I'm saying? It's one or the other. Then what maybe that's French do? for A5. That's not correct at all. <laughs> <laughs> what you've just said. under trois cat sank sank under okay. trois cat. Bag. I had to figure it out. <laughs> 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 Why is it called Age Bag? Can somebody? Write in and let us know. Like, I'm mm-hmm. Googling furiously, yeah. and there's no, like, I can't find, like, a like a page, like, on Claire Fontaine's website that, like, talks about the theory of age bag. So, like, if anyone knows why it's called age bag, I desperately would like to know the answer to this question. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. All of the uh, the aforementioned products that I mentioned are all traditional uh, international standard A5 sizes. FYI. Except that one that I mentioned, which is I, superior I, size. You mentioned that one. I did not mention that one. a genius. Smart size. You should just call them Cortex size or something. I think you, I might you gotta go invent like your own branding. CB, right? Because like Cortex <laughs> brand. So we'll go like CB1 or something? Yeah, CB5. You gotta at least troll troll us standards. No, we see that's that's where I'm gonna make it worse, mm. right? Where like yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna name them, but not in size order. There you go. So CB one is the first size, and then CB two is gonna be a completely different size. But there like, needs to be a decimal too. Not like logical. A, do a one dot e and just make it random. All right, I could do that. <laughs> You asked for it. Oh man, I did not ask for this whatsoever. I'm just, I'm just I'm completely shook by age bag. Honestly. <laughs> I can I, tell. I can't think about anything else right now. I, I don't tell. understand. Well, well, think about this next ask TPA. Let's do one more. All right. Comes from John. I recently got into needlepoint on micro tip pens inspired by the list on your website. Brad. I started Oof, with that needs Japanese. To be greatly updated. Sorry. <laughs> I started wow. with Japanese gel pens. Scene. Like the high tech C. Recently, I purchased a Nagahara needlepoint from Franklin Christoph. At first, I thought that micro tip gel pens seemed like the easier, less fussy solution to wanting to write really small. But as a dyed in the wall fountain pen obsessor, I couldn't resist the siren call of a needlepoint nib. When do you use a micro tip gel pen and when do you use a needlepoint nib? What's like what makes you choose between the two? Which tiny writer better provides the better tiny writing experience? Oh, this is such a good question. Hold Talk me about close, right up my alley. Tiny writer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is right up my alley. Mm-hmm. So let's take this first question. When do you use a micro tip gel pen and when do you use a needlepoint? Paper dependent. So the fountain pen I do consider the paper more than when I'm using a microtip gel pen. The microtip gel pen will work on more papers than the fountain pen. So the fountain pen, I'm generally more specific on the paper choices, you know, Tamoe River, Rhodia, Clairefontaine, Moramon, Life. Like, I mean, literally like all the papers I use are great or purposely designed to work well with fountain pens, including needle points. 
I'm using like more standard notebook papers, field notes, things like that, I will never use a needle tip uh, fountain pen because they tend to grab the fibers, right? They're just not made with that type of nib in mind. So that's the win. Um, which tiny writer provides the better tiny writing experience? This is a much harder question for me, Mike. I think it's the microtip gel pen is the huh. better experience because of consistency, right? It is pure in size, in general, like in general senses, right? You do get slight variations in needle points in fountain pens, whether they're steel or gold, whether you know the paper you're using is rough or smooth. So if you want deadly consistent lines, the microtip gel pens are going to provide that. Um, the needle points, I just tend to, I don't know, I just enjoy using them and don't worry necessarily. Like if, you know, like one downstroke is a little bit different from a, another downstroke. It's just kind of the nature of the beast, right? Like I'm prone... I, I'm I will accept the variance in a fountain pen needle tip, knowing that hey, I'm using a fountain pen needle tip. I'm getting generally what I want, but it's not going to give you the precision control of a microtip gel ink pen because there's no flexibility in a gel ink pen tip, right? It just is. So the only thing that's going to mess up a gel tip pen is if the you know the paper like if it gets a little bit messed up, you know like the paper fibers get in the tip and that's going to be make it inconsistent but then that's the same problem that you have with a fountain pen i just think the depending on what you're looking for like if consistency is the key the gel pen is going to be better but i just think for overall enjoyment i use um more fountain pen needle tips than i won't say i maybe almost anything I don't know. I, I'd have to think about that. I do like my fine cursive metallic nibs. That's probably my my one it, one and one a is needlepoint and fine cursive Japanese cursive italics, which is you know pretty a pretty narrow line. So yeah, that's uh, an awesome question. I really really like this question because uh, I too have a Nagahara needlepoint that is so fine. It's really really good, um, but it's you know it's particular, right? These these are the very particular things that we obsess over, um, kind of like international paper sizes. So yeah, there you go. If you would like to send in a question of your own to be answered on a future episode of The Pen Addict, just send out a tweet with the hashtag AskTPA, or you can use question mark AskTPA in the Relay FM members' Discord. Uh, you can go and find show notes for this week's episode at relay.fm slash penaddict slash 521. If you want to keep up with Brad, you can go to penaddict on Instagram, dowdyism on Twitter. You can go to twitch.tv slash penaddict, where you can find Brad. Brad is Jenny's photo on photo Jenny, I should say, <laughs> on eBay. If you just want another one to like just toss in there, don't follow me there. You're not going to see much there you ever. Go to spokedesign.com, penaddict.com. If you want to find me online, I'm at imike, I M Y K E, and you can find wonderful products in perfect sizing over at cortexmerch.com. Mm. Uh, we'll be back next time. Thank you to Trade and Pen Chalet for their support of this week's episode. And of course, most importantly, thank you for listening. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>